Yo. Yeah. My check one, two. My check three, four. Five, four, six, seven. Eight, nine, ten. Boom. It's a hike. Let's run it. I'm okay, man. I'm, 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 I'm struggling, but who else, who, who is in right now with, with what's going on, you know? Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's one of them tough, tough day, uh, tough days, Paul. we quarantine for God knows how long. But it's a tough, it's a tough day for you? Uh, you know, it's just been a uh, cramming in stats, homework and, sh- and stuff. You know what I mean? It's, you know, it's the rough life, bro. It's the rough life. But, uh, Man, we got a great show for you. Thank you for joining us on the PNT show. Uh, I am Jordan Puente. You can follow me, Rexy underscore Rex, under, Rexy underscore Rex underscore nine five. And to my other side is my dear friend, my pal, Alex Topete. How you doing, yep. Alex? I'm good. You can follow me at Alex underscore Junior underscore Topete on both Instagram and Twitter. You can also follow the show at, what's the new, <laughs> I forgot the new handles. It is... P and official PNT show, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Official PNT show on both Instagram and Twitter. Go ahead and follow those. We want to thank you for tuning in. Um, you know, we wouldn't be able to do this without everyone who watches us. Um, I've been good, man. I've been good. I've, I don't know, man. Sports, sports, the sports world is really, really, uh, just been nuked. Just been nuked by news. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Can I go ahead and express what I've been so thrilled about this past day and a half now? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I don't know if we're even allowed to play the audio due to copyright violations, despite we're not even signed to anyone. But, you know, just to do our due diligence, we don't really want to step into any boundaries that we are unfamiliar with. But, man, my boy's back. My boy is back. Who's back? He's shaved. He's shaved. He's throwing like he is ready to go and lead Juju and James Conner and James Washington and Chase Claypool to the AFC North champs and potentially Super Bowl. Am I over-exaggerating? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, you are. Hey, hey, hey. John surgery is not stopping him. He is ready to go. He's locked in. Have you seen that man throw that ball? In the video? Did you see the video? I did see the video, yes. Did you look at – you see how Jay Glazer uh, dissed him on his workout, saying he doesn't know how to work out? Mm, I don't know if he completely dissed him by saying that. Report was he that – what was it, Jordan? The report was that uh, Jay Glazer put out I, – I think he uh, asked Big Ben how his uh, rehab's going, and, and Ben said something along the lines of, I'm just drinking a lot of beer and – and, and, and stuff, something like that, something along those lines, and people ran with that the wrong way, you know. I mean, who isn't, I mean, if you're of age, who isn't drinking beer right now at the moment? Yeah, that's, that's facts. And uh, remember that one thing I was going to tell you about, but I decided to wait until the show started? Okay, so I went on ESPN right after, and I saw that the governor of Pennsylvania was actually upset that Ben decided to go and actually get a haircut while on stay-at-home orders. <laughs> I mean, what if he got the haircut at home? That's what I'm saying. I don't even know. Like, literally the first line is, not everyone is happy about Big Ben 
haircut and beard trim. I mean, okay. Uh, okay. I mean, all he did was get like a buzz cut and shave it off. He could have done that himself, honestly. I mean, I can see why people would get mad, but you know, it's a haircut. You know, I need one bad. You're wearing the hat and hoodie. I'm sure you need one bad still, too. Yeah, in a way, kind of. <laughs> Anyways. I for sure need one. <laughs> but um, other sports news, we got a lot to actually discuss. A lot of places are opening up. California, New, New York, and Texas basically just said, come on down. You got a sporting event. Feel free to join us, but no fans. Right. No so California and Texas did say that, that, you know, we could see sports by the month of June, you know, what a great, great, great gift, summer gift for us. We could see sporting events by the month of June. The catch is there's not going to be fans. And that brings up the question, you know, like what are we going to do when the NFL comes around and it's just, it's just an empty stadium, you know? Dude, right? It's going to be so weird. Because uh, what was I going to say? Joe uh, Buck came – I was going to say Joe Buck came out and said that uh, they're the most likely, it's almost guaranteed, that the teams will be uh, pumping crowd noise through the PA systems of the stadiums. So that's – Dude, you know what I heard? Oh, sorry, that? continue. No oh, way. I was going to say um, I think it's Japan. Is it Japan or Germany? The Korean, the Korean Baseball League or the yeah, yeah, German – crowd noise. The Korean baseball league is. Yeah, one of the leagues is pumping crowd. It's actually pumping crowd noise, and they have dolls in the stands. Yeah, yeah that's the Korean baseball league. Uh, they that, actually they came under fire because it was discovered that those dolls were sex dolls. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Korea's got some uh, interesting, interesting stuff going on over there. You and see I, what Germany? I believe you South see what Korea. Germany's doing? Who? You see what Germany's doing? Oh uh, yeah, they're doing soccer. They reopened their soccer league. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so since they're not allowed to have fans in the stands until further notice, they are basically saying that if you want a cardboard cutout of yourself, you are able to buy one and put where you want that cardboard to sit. I swear, that's what I swear. I was I saw that, I was like, dude, you imagine if we ever got to that level. Like, do you ever think we're gonna get to the A buy a cardboard so you can put it in the stand? Like, just imagine Jerry Jones saying, hey, you want a cardboard? Feel free to stick it in Jerry World during the season. I'm going to throw it back really quick. This is the equivalent to when we were watching football, like the football channels back like 10 years ago. Do you remember those fat head stickers that they would put on the stickers, on the walls (laughs) and everything? That's basically the equivalent. Let me guess. Yours was Troy Palomalu. No, it was a a Steeler helmet. Uh, Literally a ginormous fathead of a stealing helmet. That's dope. Fatheads were all the rage back then. I wonder if they still if they're still around. Uh, yeah, they are. They are. Oh, no, they are. They just don't see their commercials as much then. Mm-mm. Hey, uh, do we got do we got a guest up? Uh, guest up? Uh, I need a. Let's see. Participants. Uh, just Lucas, our stat man. Stout man, that's uh, that's later. But uh, let me go ahead and do a quick introduction on our on our guest before he gets in. Uh, our guest goes by the name of Sean McLeod. Sean McLeod, Loki. I want to ask him if he's ever had anyone mispronounce his name. 
in the past because I did. I had to ask my sister how to pronounce the last name. But uh, his name uh, is Sean McCloud. Yeah, his name is Sean McCloud, senior baseball at Ayala High School in Chino Hills, California. You may be asking why are we having him on? Well, personally, his stats speak for himself. Um, and he has collected a couple of awards in the meantime. Four-year four varsity. Um, last season, they were they lost in the quarterfinals. But honestly, since I since I am alumni at Ruben S. Ayala High School, I personally have never seen Ayala baseball go that far in a long time. So that's why I'm pretty pumped up to uh, have him on. He's uh, helped Ayala basically do some damage in baseball. Uh, yeah. So it's it's well, how was their good season? conversation. How was the season going before everything shut down? Dude, they were undefeated. They were 9-0. I don't know. That's pretty good. There was a lot of good baseball being played right before everything happened, man. A lot of really good baseball being played. Well, Yala was ranked seventh nationally, seventh Ooh. nationally, and That's third in the state. Third That's in the state. Big. Division one baseball. Division, uh, yeah, I mean that's huge to be. That's, you said number exactly, seven bro. nationally. Yeah, bro. That's why I was like, when I saw that, I was like, no way. Like, I personally, that's crazy, bro. Let me see if he's here. Uh, are you excited? Let me ask you this. What did you think about, um, what's his name? Blake Snell, what Blake Snell and, and, and Bryce Harper said over the, over the last Oh, year. yeah, about uh, returning and how it's uh, not healthy. Well, not, not, I don't want to say the word healthy is a correct word to use, but um, safe. They didn't feel like it was safe enough to return. Is that, is that, that's what you were talking about, right? Well, I believe that's what Bryce Harper was getting at. Bryce Harper made it a point that, you know, um, his, his, I think his, his wife is expecting their first child. And, and that, you know, how is that going to work? You know, because he can't take her to Are you talking hospital. about Mike Trout? Is that Trout? Yeah, it was Trout. Okay, Mike never Trout. mind. Because I, I that, remember. So then never, I didn't hear what Harper said. I only heard what um, um, Blake Snell said. And Snell was saying basically that uh, it's not worth the money. It's not worth the, the pay cut to go play at the moment. Do you, do you have the stat number on you on how much the players will get paid if they split the season? Well, they they were already taking a fifty percent pay cut, and then the MLB was considering putting a thirty three percent on top of that. So they'd be making like twenty five percent of their of their contract. And MLB salaries are completely different than NFL and any other salaries because isn't it that the players are guaranteed the entire amount, right? Like they're guaranteed whatever they. Is, I is that what so. it is? Because I know MLB. Um, so, uh, contracts are different than NFL, NBA contracts. Like they're two different. They're way two different things. It might be. I mean, I'm not sure if they're fully guaranteed. I do know that NFL and the NBA have to include fully guaranteed for it to be an actually fully guaranteed contract. Um, well, I mean, now that we're on the topic of base baseball, I think our, our, our guest Sean is uh, is ready. I don't know if you want to go check and see if he's out, if he's ready. No, still not there. Still not there? Yes, man. Nope. So good. But uh, no, but seriously, though, like, I honestly found it interesting that Snell spoke out about the 
damage, not damages, but uh, the the warning signs that could potentially be in play if they do decide to play. Um, I mean, I can't blame them. Other people will go against them saying, you're getting paid anyways, why don't you play? Well, I mean, he got a family that he has to attend to. Like, he won't even probably be able to see his family until the season's done. So, like, just think about that. It's probably, what, like, four was like three and a half months, four months possibly right. of just quarantine in a hotel. Right. Like, and that's that's the big problem that everyone's like running into. Um, is it not it's not really uh doable to have people quarantine like for entire months at a time from the relatives and families. It, it, it's not possible, you know. No. So um, but, this the whole bubble city craze that was going on like two weeks ago. It was it was never going to happen. I know people were saying they're going to put a dome in Arizona. There was no way that was going to happen because people just thought, oh, it'll be easy. We just have to give the players the test, and and that'll be it. Just keep them in the same hotel. But people are forgetting you have the entire um, ballpark staff. You have the entire team because because the team isn't just who suits up every day. You have everyone else too. Pitchers are always on a rotation. You have. Um, team uh employees yeah, uh, the team whole, whole yeah the whole team office you'd have to do that for every single team and it's for every single sport uh not to mention you got to remember there's umpires there's uh referees oh, there's officials oh, um my God. there's broadcast if they're gonna broadcast they're gonna have to put broadcasters in those kind of unless they do it from home so it, it just Dude, you know, i don't think it was ever possible I could see why they would try because they're they're looking at how Japan did it, how Germany did it, and how there's another league that opened up. It wasn't Germany. Oh, shoot. There was another soccer league that opened up besides Germany. Can't, can't think of it. But anyways, but yeah, dude. So I guess they're just looking at all the overseas countries and trying to basically emulate the same thing that they're doing. But we're twice the size of half of those people. Like, not only that, or we got a lot of sports. It's, bro. Yeah, it's a lot of sports. It's yeah, NHL, MLB, NBA, MLS, all with the potential NFL, of the team. NFL coming NH- back, and NHL. Like, NHL. You said that first. We, we literally could sit here and go back and forth about this, but yeah, bro, it's it's one of those. It's some people would not like the comments that the players are making. Some people are a lot of people did. Um, I tried. I I'm for them. I'm like, yo, man, like, hey, do what you gotta do, bro. Like, if you got a family, respect. I like what you're doing. Fam- family yeah, first. A lot of people were were telling, were were not telling Snell, but but saying afterwards. Now they're responding with, uh, how can he do that? You get you get paid millions of dollars to play a game. You know, you should be so grateful. Um, let me just remind you, like, I just want to remind everyone that at your current job, whoever's watching at your current job, would you still go with everything going on if they cut your pay by 75%? Dude, I wouldn't. I would not go, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm only mm-hmm. making 15 bucks an hour stocking shelves, so I wouldn't I'm go. Not even I'm not even working. <laughs> not even working, bro. I'm at home. <laughs> I don't even know when I'm supposed to return to work at this point, to be honest. We haven't even, they haven't even told us. And I uh, just worked a 11-hour shift. Man, I feel like you got some CBS stories that we probably can just just dissect every single CBS story that you might have on us. 
Probably, but yeah, I, I don't think I would. First of all, my my coworkers might be watching. By the way, coworkers. Hi CVS um, coworkers. Hi CVS coworkers. Thank you for completely messing up my sleep schedule the last week. Really appreciate it. <laughs> really, really appreciate it. That's dirty, bro. Oh man, Ike, I really do think he's ready, bro. He has to be. He sent me a text saying for sure. Let's see. He is still not here. Are you? Did you send him the right link? Yeah, let me shoot him a text. It's just Lucas waiting. Oh, oh man, man. this guy's hilarious. But yeah, bro, so I'm glad we were able to figure out like our sides of his opinions on how we feel about players returning or whatnot. Oh, he's about to hit us. He just texted me right now saying he's about to join. So okay. I'll just do the whole intro again just so that we can get familiar with who he is. So right. uh, we got Sean McLeod joining us very shortly, probably in like a couple seconds. Um, he is a senior at the moment at Wilbur Ayala High School, located in Chino Hills, California. What, what? Ayala Bulldogs. What, what? Alumni. 2014. But anyways, um, yeah, so Sean, he is a four-time four varsity player for Ayala Baseball. Uh, right now, Ayala was on pace for probably, in my opinion, a record-breaking season. Started off nine and zero, seventh in the nation, seventh in the nation, and third in the state. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, please put your hands together and give it up for Sean McLeod. Yes, sir. Well, you hear my cloud? Yeah, hear me? Yeah, we can oh, hear Sean. you good. <laughs> How you doing, Sean? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. How are you guys? Good, good. We're surviving. We're surviving. Yeah. Surviving to our own tunes. Well, Sean, uh, the one question I want to ask you is obviously, how you doing? But uh, quarantine, bro. How how are you taking up on quarantine? Because I know, I, obviously, me and Alex both stated that we're not we're going crazy right now. So I'm assuming you're going crazy too. Yeah, it's a little tough. Definitely, it's like different. But uh, you know, especially with school and stuff. You know, I'm used to seeing everyone every day going to like not seeing anyone like in person you know it's definitely it's different but you gotta just in my case you know stay on the grind of just like staying in shape staying doing your baseball stuff and stuff along those lines but definitely a lot <laughs> you get bored a lot you know but that just comes with it you mentioned staying in shape and just trying to like stay with the flow of things what are you doing on quarantine to help you stay stay within what your strengths and like not lose any anything if you know what i mean like basically yeah. what are you doing to train it's anything and everything, you know. I mean, I'm blessed to have a little bit of a, a weight set up, so I could I could still stay in, in a weight shape, you know. But uh, I'm running, I'm doing stuff in the backyard. I got a tee and a net, so I'm hitting. I'm doing everything I can. I got a wall. I'm just throwing balls off the wall, fielding stuff like that, you know. So just everything I can. We gotta we gotta adapt mm -hmm. to the circumstances right now. So, as you coach, as you coach, send you any drills to uh, just keep doing while you're quarantined. Yeah, yeah, we got uh, we got a bunch of like a, just like a weight sheet, like a workout plans that we do. So we're just nice. saying, I guess we're playing. So I get to, yeah, we got a little weight program. That's that's the first of it. But they'll be dropping us with with uh, workouts and, and other like feeling stuff and stuff like that later. Yo, I gotta ask because as an alumni from Ayala High School, what what I have absolutely never seen Ayala 
listed for baseball third in state. How did that feel? It is crazy. Third in state. Yeah, that's crazy. Division one baseball. That's like you're up there with the best of the best. Yeah, we were, we, uh, the last rankings before the season got shut down, we were eighth in the nation. And we're like, cool. And the cool thing is, we're all, we're all from Chino, like, we're all from Chino Hills. And like all the rest of the, like, all these private schools from like LA, you know, they're at Harvard Westlake and all these schools. And we're just, we're just some dudes from Chino Hills trying to play ball, you know, but it's kind of what, you know. Put your name out there, bro. Put your name on the map. Oh, yeah. Um, so let's go ahead and start next season. You're going to be playing at Long Beach State. How do you feel about that? I'm pumped, man. <laughs> it's going to be a wild ride, but I'm ready. Are you prepared? Are you prepared for the college life? Are you prepared to yeah. deal with what Division One baseball has to offer for you? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's always been my goal, you know, so I've kind of always prepared myself. And I've had a lot of good coaches that are, you know, trying to prepare me for that, you know, all the different things to juggle, so. I feel like I'm, I don't know yet, but I feel like I'm ready, you know. You and uh, Seminaries are both from Ayala. Have you guys been keeping in touch and, like, basically oh, yeah. saying, hey, man, I'm about to attend Long Beach State. Has he given you any pointers on uh, how to go about your day at Long Beach? Yeah, that's my guy. I mean, he's uh, – I played – I got to play with him one year at Ayala. My freshman year, he was a senior. And uh, it's kind of weird because now that the – seniors or he was a junior at Long Beach but he gets to do his junior year again but then he's dealing with a draft so it, it's kind of hopefully he gets drafted you know for for his, his sake but uh, it'd be cool to play with him for another year so we'll see he's good bro seven years is pretty good bro yeah yeah yeah. he's the guy he's our Friday starter he, he went off this year for what was like four weeks of this <laughs> season but dude I saw I was looking at it I was like dude bro sure. this guy's good man this guy's, this guy's seven airs is a good picture. <laughs> um, has infielding has, has that always been your position, like throughout Little League, or did you play any other positions beside infielding? I always played infield. I played catcher a little bit. I pitched, but I was never outfield. I was always like catcher, pitcher, third, short, second. Never played first. And my fa- the only position I never played was like first base. And I was like my favorite <laughs> position growing up. Like I wanted to be a <laughs> But I never played it before. But yeah, bro. Um, <clears throat> you guys were undefeated right? before um, the season got shut down. Yeah, we were ten and zero. We played like a couple tournaments. We didn't. We had one league game that we played, and that was it. And we it was like against one of the lower teams in our league. And then that, yeah, we were ten and zero. We beat some good teams. We were on a roll. We I was. We were all. We were all pumped, but. Sucks, kind of sucks right now. Jesus, man. Hey, um, yeah. I was telling Alex because you mentioned it when we had a Zoom meeting a couple a uh, couple of weeks ago, and I uh, you were bubbled popcorn. Talk about what you got going down this week. You mentioned that you got a CIF award. I heard it, but I didn't get to like fully hear like what the award was. Um, you mind elaborating on what exactly the award that you got for CIF? Oh, it was just like uh, for the. It was just like they give uh, one one senior from each sport, like just give them an award for for what they've done. You know, because they feel bad for for us not having a senior year, so they wanted a reward. I got picked for baseball. A couple of my my friends at school got softball and other things, but yeah, I got baseball. So since this was your since this was your senior year and it got cut short, unfortunately, um, and you played you played all four years on varsity, correct? Yeah. 
So what what would you say is like your most memorable mo- moment on the field that you can recall? Moment, uh, probably this last year we uh, we had a game. It was a championship game in our uh, one of the pre preseason tournaments. It was like part of league pre league. Like it was still in season, but it wasn't like league league play yet. But uh, we played like a, a top team like La Mirada, and they had they had a couple of draft guys. They got they're they're, they're really good, and uh, we. I forget what the score was, but we were totally the underdog, and we pulled out, and it was cool. We got a dog pile. We won the championship and all that. It was cool. That sounds dope. <laughs> yeah, and I kind of take more pride in that, like, because, like, I'm the senior, you know? Like, we're this – it's, like, my team, you know? So that probably meant more to me than the other years because I was kind of the follower of the of the seniors, and, and now I was the senior, and I get to lead. So, you know, it was kind of my team. I felt felt more responsible for, for that. Hey, John, did you get any other offers besides St. Mary's and Long Beach? No, so I committed to St. Mary's pretty early. I had other looks from from other schools, but I, I, I kind of shut down the process early. Like, after my freshman year, I, I committed to St. Mary's. Wait, so, oh, it was your freshman year, not sophomore? Summer after my freshman year. Jeez. So, what, what would be the reason you, you uh, committed after your freshman year and didn't let that, you know? window of opera or not opportunity but that window of teams uh trying to get um, your services it's kind of like a i've i've heard stories of guys that they turn down offers early and then they don't get the same thing later in their career and, and things happen so mm. and i coach and i trusted everything and, and I, I fell in love with that college and you know things fell <laughs> how they the dominoes fell in a different way that i thought and now i'm going to long beach but i mean obviously you know it's cool to to get the opportunity, and I felt like welcome there, so I I jumped all over it. Hey, that's all that, hey, that matters right there, bro. As long as they, as long as you feel appreciated and welcome to join that team, then you're sold, bro. Just that. Yeah. Hey, uh, what's uh some of your idols that you looked up to? Whether it's just not baseball, but like overall, like who is someone that you idolize their work ethic and be like, so you can be like, I want to be like that person. Uh, obviously, parents, you know, <laughs> being my parents, I get to see the insides and outs. Shout out, parents. But, uh, in the sports world, um, Kobe, obviously, right. rest in peace. Always Laker fan, so mm. shout out, Kobe. Rest in Just like Kobe. the work ethic on the baseball. Yes, sir. Not no. necessarily. <laughs> I was going to ask. <laughs> Um, who do you think, either past player or present player, who do you think has the best-looking swing in all of baseball? Best-looking swing? Yeah. The As a righty, uh-huh. I can just, like, Javi Baez is a righty, but, like, lefty swing, because lefties are just in a whole different lane. It, it just looks cooler. Like, it's not even that much different from the right side to the left side, but lefty swings just look so much cooler. And I wish I was lefty. But Ken Griffey <laughs> Jr., for sure. The swing, for sure. He is probably the, the sickest. But for righty, right now, like, player right now, Javi Baez. Okay. Ken Griffey Jr. is always the, the go-to answer whenever <laughs> whenever that question's brought up. His, his swing is always so smooth. Yeah. Nice. Hey, um, I told Alex because every time I see you, you always either walk in a Toronto Blue Jays hat or but two list two 
two or jersey? You're a Blue Jays fan, right? Or oh, yeah. what are you? I'm not sure, bro. You, you have I'm me confused fan. sometimes. I'm a Blue Jays fan for sure. You are? Okay. Uh, so my next question oh, yeah. is, what do you think with the season potentially being shrunk to half from what the reports have been told? Uh, do you think the Blue Jays still got a shot of uh, making some noise? Oh, yeah. I mean, the AL East is freaking tough, but we got we got those young men, you know, Vladdy, Bichette, uh, Biggio, you know, we got some, some young cats that are going to are gonna turn up for us, but uh, we'll see, you know. Next couple years, I, I gave them a couple years to, to get their feet wet, but next couple years, next watch couple out. Next couple years, all right. We'll, we'll, see. We'll, uh, we'll come back, we'll circle around this conversation in a couple years. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, um, what was I going to ask you? Oh, so what are you doing? Like, I've already asked you, like, what you're doing on quarantine, but, like, when you're not training or when you're not focusing on baseball, like, what is it that you're doing? Are you watching Netflix shows? Are you just watching sports videos? What you doing? So I'm playing a little bit of video games. I'm not, like, a huge video game guy. Not a crazy video game guy, but. What are you playing? Call of Duty. A little bit, like, a couple hours a day, maybe. But, uh. I'm watching a lot of just – I'm a huge, like, all sports fan. So, like, they're a bunch of – they're replaying a bunch of old old games and stuff. So, I'm watching mm. all the old college football games. But we better have a – then I'm going to need that. But I'm watching all college football games playing. I am playing the old college football 2014 video game. No way, bro. Wow. You still – you have that? 2014? <laughs> it's the last one they made before they shut down the video game. So. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that one's clean, but I've been playing that. That one's yeah. fun. That one was actually like one of the funnest college football games I've ever played. Yeah, play di- was it the dynasty mode you're doing? Yeah, I'm doing the dynasty. My coach, make my own coach. Yeah. I, I locked myself in my room like for a week straight just playing dynasty. <laughs> like when that first came out. It's awesome. I keep myself from playing too much, but it can get away from me sometimes for sure. Well, college football, you said you're watching college football games. What are old games are you watching? Whatever they put on, sometimes they be putting these blowout games. I have no clue why they're <laughs> But it's educational for like watching who the old, seen it. Like watching the old Miami games. Uh, Miami U? Miami U. Like, they're playing a bunch on the ESPN U or whatever, so I've been watching those. The old – the U went back when they were the U, you know? Those are funny. Yeah. Dude, that documentary is good. I don't know why. After watching that documentary – I started following you a lot because I just thirty for thirty. Yeah. Oh, the thirty for thirty is so good. Yeah, that's, exactly. that's a really good one. I like the second one because I feel like I could relate more to the second one because knowing those players that came out, like McGinnis, uh, who who Ed Reed, was it Ed Reed? Yeah. Uh, who else? And a few other Santana Moss, like all those dudes, like wow, they were, they were crazy. They were literally crazy people. Devin Hester was from there, too. Oh, yeah. you could forget Devin Hester, man. Oh, that's right. I do was a stud. Was a stud. Oh, speaking of uh, Devin Hester, so uh, as a Chicago Bears fan, what do you think the Bears what, – what, what's going on? That's, all, that's what I want to know. Wait, Ooh, I didn't know you were a Bears fan. What's going on? <laughs> I'm weird. I got Toronto and Chicago, but <laughs> – we got everything but the QB, man. That's all it is. That's all it is. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Week ten, who's the starter at quarterback? Is it Trubisky or is it Nick Foles? 
See, I I can't see him. I can see him going like switching off games and stuff like that if things aren't working. I think Trubisky's gonna be. I think Trubisky's the guy. He's just got to get confident. Like I feel like he's passive. He's not. He's kind of. People forget out. you guys are really good. The Bears were really good two years ago. He's. We're in the playoffs two years ago. You know. Yeah. yeah double <laughs> doinked right out. If we don't hit the post, <laughs> we're battling for a champ championship. You know, but I think we got we got we got a de- decent quarterback. I mean. Nick Foles is good too, so I mean, whoever wins is gonna. We got the defense that we got. I pick up Allen Robinson every year on fantasy. He's my guy. We got good receivers. We got good receivers and everything. But you guys need a running game. You guys lost. Uh, I think it was not Jawan. Yeah, I forgot. It's either Jawan or Jordan Howard. But you guys yeah. lost Howard, and and your running game was really lacking last year. Which yeah. might be the reason why Trubisky wasn't wasn't able to dominate as much as he did the year before. Uh, I need my Bears this year, man. <laughs> hey, as long as you guys have wide receivers, because another team in that same division decided to drop the quarterback first round, so I think you guys might be all right. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be salty. If you're, if you're Aaron Rodgers, are you salty or no? We no actually, he, he actually just responded to it yesterday. Yeah, yeah he was- Basically, he was, he was shook about it. He said he had zero clue as to why they did that, but he understood it because he was in that same position when Brett Favre was the starter and they dropped Aaron Rodgers. So he was like, I mean, I guess, but, like, why would they do that? But, They're 13-3 last year, you know? <laughs> They're 13-3. They NFC, <laughs> NFC Championship. They were in the NFC Championship. They were 13-3. and three. They have the one, of be- one of the best quarterbacks of all time, and they had a top-two running back last year in yards gained after or yards gained in the rushing game. So they go ahead and draft a quarterback and the running back in the first two rounds with the first two picks. So I don't know what they're doing, but I, 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 I'm not complaining. I, I was going to say, I hate the Packers too. As you can see, I'm a Cowboy fan. Anything that, anything that just causes Packer fans misery, I am all for. Hey, mine's a Raven, so. <laughs> Mine's the Ravens. Hey, uh, Sean, I never got to ask you. What's what's your going? What's your major for when you're going to Long Beach? Right now, I'm uh, communications. So, anything along the lines of, is that you too? Yeah. Right up. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. I'm not yet, but just anything along the lines of like broadcasting and reporting, TV reporting, anything like that. I've, I've always been a good speaker. I feel so. You know, I'll be. I feel like I, I can have success in that. Well, you can always come to us if we ever need any pointers, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, hey, I just try to throw it out there. Like, hey, friendly tip. Why not? Like, seriously, my, my, my doors are always open. Um, last question. Did you, get a good ch- did you get a chance to watch the last dance documentary? I watched, like, four episodes. What was the before- four, four episodes? It was happened? before time, so, like... It wasn't as interesting for me. I get you. Because you, it's, I, yeah, I feel you. I was okay. Kobe's, I was the Kobe generation. Yeah. Same, same, same here. I think, I don't know. Like, I, I, I loved it. Oh, I think it's probably because, like, well, for starters, I love to tell people that I was named after Michael Jordan because I was born in 95 and the Bulls were a full force in the 90s. So, I mean, it, 
that works. Who's not gonna believe that I was I named after Michael Jordan? I watched the episode where they went over when he went to the to the White Sox. I watched that. <laughs> I watched that. Oh man, what did you think of his uh, baseball career, Michael Jordan's baseball career? He, I mean. People don't understand, like, the minor leagues is tough. Like, that's hard baseball, you know? I know. And for him to people, have been able to put up numbers out there. Not many people can hit 200, you know, in the minor leagues, you know. If, if he stuck with it and he could probably, you know, put up a fight to, to make it, you know, I think he shows the right sport. But <laughs> he, he's multi-talented in that aspect, yeah. Not many people can put up 200 at all, even if it was little uh, – my, not minor league, little uh, of, little league. In high school, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask right now. Um, so you said that because it was the Jordan documentary, it didn't in- interest you as much. Yeah. If you could pick one either baseball team or one baseball player that they followed around for a whole year, like they did for the Jordan documentary, who would you pick? Ooh, that's a tough one. And like no bias, right? So like not like just yeah, a budget. whatever, uh, whatever, whatever. whatever. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Marcus Stroman. I'm a huge Marcus Stroman guy. Ooh. Guy. Jay, Blue Jays, right? Uh, he's he's on the Mets now. I'm sad for that, but he's a cool cat. And All he's right. five, five eight. So, you know. Hey, uh, we were talking. Me and Alex were talking. Um. Alex, what was that player that you mentioned earlier from MLB that went on Twitch and basically just went on a huge page? Oh, page? Blake Snell. You see, you, you hear that? Did you hear anything that Blake Snell said about basically players going out there and playing during the court during the was it COVID? What did he say? Basically, he was saying that Alex, you were basically giving me a whole breakdown. I don't know. Um, if you want to so go ahead and do this. Blake Snell was basically. Um, he was live streaming him playing, I think, MLB The Show or some sort of MLB yeah. baseball video game. And he made a comment that he wouldn't want to go back to play with the pay cuts that the MLB is considering having the players go through. Um, that's really it. A lot of people are taking different sides of that. Uh, I wouldn't want to ask you because you're obviously still playing, you know, for free for the love of the sport. Yeah. Um, but what are what are your do you let me just ask you this? What do you think the MLB is actually going to do? Do you think there's going to have they're going to have games with like no fans or um, there's going to be like bubble cities where they put like all the teams in one city like in the middle of Arizona and just do the season that way? What do you think the MLB is going to do? Yeah, I mean California just just went out and said they could probably have games with no fans by July. So I mean I don't think there needs to be a a certain hot spot where all teams have to be, but you know, I feel like if California can have games with no fans by July, I feel like all states can have <laughs> games with no fans by July. You know, there's yeah. six some uh, cardboard cutouts of ourselves. Who's down? <laughs> go Germany style. <laughs> yeah, Jordan's re- uh, referencing earlier in the show. We were talking about how the Korean baseball league. I don't know if you've seen any of any I've of seen those. A bit so they got in trouble because they put sex dolls in the stands. I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> yeah, some of their dolls yeah, were sex dolls. They put up like cardboard cutouts of actual fans, and then they're actually pumping um, artificial crowd noise through the stadiums. So, I, I, sports look like they're going to really, really be different this year. I watched the the couple UFC fights that they had. Oh, those were fun. Oh, those were fun. 
I almost like forgot that there was no fans. Dude, you know, right? It was, it was, I felt like it was more intimate. Like you could actually hear what was going on in the ring. Yeah, that, that was cool. You know what it reminded me of? I don't know if you guys have ever watched Ultimate Fighter, but it reminded me just like that because you could hear the coaches giving the directions to the fighters yeah. like you can in Ultimate Fighter when you can't, when you can't hear it in those big old produced um, giant fights because the crowd noise, obviously. Yeah, it was a different perspective for sure. It was cool. I wouldn't mind playing with no fans, you know. I really? feel like, why, is, why is that? At, at a certain point, like, yeah, you've been away from the game for so long, you'd do anything, you know, to get it back. I'm and sure, it, you know, if they have the, the same love for the game, I'm sure a lot of the professional athletes feel it. You even heard LeBron come on and say, I'll play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, Anybody's playing at this point, dude. Like, the sake of the fans, they got to go out and play at some point. All right, Sean, um, we're going to let you go, bro. You got to um, get ahead of you. But we first off, we loved, we loved that you were able to join us, chop it up with yeah. us, get to know you. Always. Um, this has been fun, bro. Can't wait to see what you do at Long Beach. Because I did actually I, – I still remember this. Uh, me and Harris went to go check, check – uh, watch you play before we went to watch the Laker game. We have a team we're playing against, but I was like, damn, you got on, I think he got on base too. Like, I, I don't think it was in the first, I don't think it was the first at bat, but I think it was the second at bat that you were able to go on base. I think you got like a double or something like that. But right then and there, I was like, yeah, Sean's good, bro. Sean, Sean's a good player. He's a pretty good player. So everyone hyping you up after that hit. I'm like, damn, Sean's like the king up in this sport right now, man. Like, good for that guy. Good for him. <laughs> Try and keep it going, man. Appreciate Sean, it. Uh, Sean, where can uh, people find you? Are you on a, on Twitter so people can follow you and see what okay. you do at Long Beach? Well, Instagram. I'm mostly on Instagram, but S underscore McLeod 27. That's my S. Yeah. Oh, f find me there. I'm mostly on Instagram. Twitter's cool, but I'm mostly on Instagram. I get you. I get you. I go, like, back and forth between the two. Definitely. All right, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you. you have a great day, bro. Anytime, Sean. Sean McClough, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, Sean. Woo! Oh, bro. Sean McClough. Long Beach State baseball player. That was good, bro. Future Long Beach State baseball player. Current Ayala High School. Bro, I forgot to mention. In transition. But I can, I can speak on this. So, my mom's a teacher, so I got the lowdown on how their graduation is about to, about to happen. Uh -huh. So they're basically doing a drive-by type thing where they are basically allowing students to drive on campus to get their, you know how, like, you would walk, I'm not even playing, bro. Not even playing. So they're going to drive on the campus yeah. and be like, oh, drive-through diploma. You know. Yes. Just, okay, so the way Ayala High School is designed, basically anyone that goes to Ayala is going to fully understand what I'm talking about, or anyone that has gone to Ayala is going to fully understand what I'm talking about. So Ayala has a um, center stage, and then the library is directly um, straight ahead. So, damn, oh well. So basically, they're driving up, getting out of their cars, um, grabbing their, their diploma, per se, by the principal, 
walking back into their cars, driving off campus, and then it goes on for two days. It's a two-day ceremony, according to my mom, according to what I've heard, it's a two-day ceremony. How is it a two-day ceremony? Basically, the only people that are in loud in the car is family members of the graduate of the person graduating. That's so interesting. Uh, I don't know if you saw it. I saw it. I think it was either Instagram or Twitter. I don't remember which one. There was a video of the employees at the Walmart in Chino. And some of the employees were were graduating this year from high school. And they did a like small walking ceremony at the Walmart for them. And like had Walmart caps and gowns on and everything. It's really, it's really interesting, man. I'm I'm just like I'm I'm wondering like in a couple months from now are we still going to be doing like drive through and drive by everything? So you think we're gonna have like drive by birthdays still and stuff? Couple man, years? Not, no. No, no I didn't say months? couple years. I said oh, a couple, couple months? months. Yeah. Oh yeah, probably. <sighs> man, that's not cool. Probably. All right, bro. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and hit us with my resisting. This isn't the one. Oopsie doopsie. Oh, Whoopsie. what did I do with it? Jordan, Jordan, before, because so, I noticed this was not in your news report that you're about to drop. I want to ask you this right before you put your news report out. What do you think about James Harrison's comments last week that Mike Tomlin gave him a envelope after his illegal helmet to helmet hit where he got fined $75,000? against the Cleveland Browns where he hit Muhammad Massaqua, if I remember correctly. <sighs> so you got James Harrison saying that, oh, I was given an envelope after I got fined 75K. Then you have James Harrison backtracking. Uh, it was actually his lawyer backtracking and saying, um, that never happened. I would have known it would have happened. Yep. Mike Tomlin, I don't think ever spoke out, but Art Rooney came out and said that he has no idea why James Harrison would have made such comments and that there's no truth to that. So what is going on down there with James Harrison? So from what I've been reading, because I kind of got bored one day, obviously, and did a deep search on the web. So apparently one side is saying this never happened. And then you got James Harrison. Okay, to be fair, James Harrison does speak out a lot about the Steelers, about his time after the Steelers. That's not the, this isn't the first time we've heard James Harrison speak after leaving the Steelers, right? Right, but this is the first time we've heard him say that he possibly got paid for hitting someone where he got fined. But, okay, so I heard from, because I was listening to Pat Mack's show right after that all got, just basically got let out. He was saying how he himself was doing something similar like that on special teams. He was basically telling players on the special teams, hey, if you guys are able to keep the ball within the 20-yard line, first one to get the ball gets $1,000. Uh, but that's player to player. That's not coach to player. He wasn't the only one that was possibly doing it. Dude, it wouldn't surprise me if Jerry Porter So wait, came he's ball. not – okay, so – you, do you realize what you just implied? That if James Harrison's not the only one who's doing it... There's a lot, there's a lot of players doing it. Yeah, but... So you're saying that there's bounty gate happening all over the league? 
Probably. Think about it. Bro, no. Think about think about the rookie that no. just got off on the field. You don't think that per, that person's gonna say, Hey, I'll pay you this if you can do this. No. <laughs> really? I okay. The, it, it, there's a like sort really, of like, uh, there's like think about it. There is a camaraderie that you hear about all these sports leagues. They look out for one another. Very rarely do you have people going out and trying to end people's careers or okay, really physically hurt career. people. Like really physically damage them. If those rumors were true that James Harrison did it, then obviously there's going to be a lot of repercussions. Well, what's what could happen? Honestly, nothing. what's going to happen? Okay, with that? Well, nothing exactly. now. But that's the exactly. thing. Exactly. Exactly. So nothing, basically, here's, I sit- here's the thing, Jordan. Nothing would happen to James Harrison. Something would happen to Mike Tomlin. That, if this comes out as it's true. If this, if it came out as true, even though all we're reports show same, that it's nothing's going to come out of it, they're, they're same thing as what? Same thing that happened to Sean, Sean Payton. Sean Payton doesn't even think they're going to do the same thing. Sean Payton doesn't believe. Sean Payton came out on one hundred five point seven The Fan and said that he doesn't believe the NFL is going to seriously look into this as they did Bounty Gate with the Saints back in two thousand nine or two thousand eleven. I mean, I mean, he got a point because Bounty Gate. We heard news over and over about something. There's always something new about that. But to bring back, to circle back to your question, which was, is this like a serious, your question was, is this serious as it, as it, like what's going on here basically? That was your question, right? Like what's yeah, going I mean, on here? I think we covered it though. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if he did do so, then obviously there's going to be a lot of repercussions to happen. But I don't know, bro. Like, I find it really hard to believe that 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 actually happened. That's why I I know it's super biased to be to say that, because even during when the Saints thing happened, I didn't really think that was happening. I was like, no way. And then more and more details came out, and then obviously we're like, oh, okay. And right now it's like, okay, he was given an envelope to basically do this, but like, there's no proof of the money. There's no proof of the envelope. Yet alone, it's obviously. There's no alibi witness to say that, yeah, no. he did that. It's all just word of mouth. You know, it's yeah. just all of what so James Harrison said. I'm just like, okay, like, someone, like, literally, who is it? Any NFL player can come on and say, hey, I did this. Oh, did you really? Okay. Well, if they were to do a deep dive on it, then maybe they could find that to be true. But what other deep dives have they done? All we know is he was offered money. He was in an envelope. Tomlin told him to say, hey, you see that player right there? Take him out. What? What amount? What amount? Like, those are what have been told. That, that's what's been told. But they haven't proved it yet. What I don't amount? think there's a way they could prove it, Jordan. So, even if it did happen. So, let me ask you. Do you, think it, do you think that happened or not? Because you no. kind of. Not even close. But you just, but you just said that you think all teams no, said, are doing it. it. To, I said if it were to happen. But before that, you just said if all teams, all teams are most likely doing bounty gate kind of stuff. If yeah. not now, back then. Oh no, they're so, probably doing it right now. Okay, so then how are you saying you don't believe the Steelers did it when they have a report that it did it, but you believe other teams are? Honestly, if we all doing it, I would fuck it, screw it, dude. Do what you gotta do. Everyone's left, screw it. 
Hey, bro. Would... <laughs> what? Do I personally think that? I, I don't know, man. If we're all doing it, then we're doing it. It deserves to be looked at. But there's really no way to find out unless somebody actually shows proof of evidence. So right. if we are doing it, then we're doing it. Oh, well. But anyway, I don't. I don't have a response to that. I'm <laughs> just like, well, I, I, I would never want my team Cowboys, to do that. Same I, Cowboys. I mean, you would, you wouldn't think that any, anything's going on over there. So, I'm just gonna take this as you believe that bounties are still being handed out by every team to yeah. the players. I, yeah. That's ridiculous. I don't oh, know. I, I don't understand how you can think that. You wouldn't think that people are actually putting bounties on people after what happened. I just try to get you to understand, like, bro, there's no way that's bro, happening are, like that. People are low, dude. The guys that don't start are out here trying to make money. Right, and that's exactly why they would look after each other and make sure they don't seriously injure one another. You imagine if it were still happening though, like if that was really a still to be happening type of thing. You know the I, amount of blowback that, that that's gonna get. Mm, that would it would get a lot. I mean, just look at how we're arguing about it. Man, I can't even find, dude. I literally had the link, and now I don't know what I did with it. And I'm honestly pissed off and very disappointed that I don't have it. Oh, the link for your sound. Yeah, but in the meantime, while I go ahead and look for it, you want to go ahead and bring in stamp guy. Okay. I can bring well, in he should be ready. He, he yeah, told me he was ready. He has been waiting in the chat room. Let me bring him in now. Connecting to Lucas. What's up, Lucas? What's up, Lucas? What's up, Lucas? Our PNT statistician, stat man. So here's uh, my set because um, really quick, Lucas. What jersey are you wearing? That looks like a Laker jersey. Ooh, LeBron, LeBron. I got my, I got my Kobe right here. <laughs> because uh, since you guys probably been watching the last dance, I got a little bit of an interesting stat here. It's a, a winning stat about Michael Jordan. So the stat is is that did you know Michael Jordan? He's never lost with a good chance to win in the playoffs. So every time he had a good chance to win, every time he was favored, he never blew it. So every time his team was favored uh, in the matchup, he never lost. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. That's, that's uh like I really I'm not taking long and hard. It's huh? clutch. It's a very yeah, clutch exactly. kind of thing. He's very clutch. Like with the whole goat debate thing, he never blows a good moment. LeBron had one really good moment where he blew 2011 with uh, obviously Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk Nowitzki, yes. Jason Terry. Who else was on that? Jason Kidd, I think, was on that team. Yeah. Um, that, was, that was a fun Mavs team. They beat the Lakers, though. I was mad about that. Yeah, that was crazy, too. I don't know how that happened. but That was the... Uh, no, it wasn't the Kobe Dwight years. That was two years later. Uh, that was 2011. Was that? The yeah, Kobe and Dwight was 2013. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So, so 
Michael Jordan has never lost a game when he is favored. Yeah, exactly. in the playoffs, he's never lost insane. a series when he's favored. Okay, so he's never lost a series. Oh, a series? Yeah. Oh, a playoff series. Oh, that, that, that way there's that. Well, that makes sense because he only he lost the ones to the Pistons before you know the the Bulls ran the East in the nineties in the Celtics. <laughs> so. Yeah, the East was like before he got Scotty and Dennis. The East was really stacked, so like he wasn't really gonna do everything by himself. You know, you can't expect one man to. The East was tough back in the day. You know, like the East was Thanks. really tough. Thanks. Let me ask oh, you this really you. quick, Lucas. Let me uh, let me just ask you really quick. Um, what has been? I'm assuming you've watched all the episodes of The Last Dance. What's been your favorite part? Actually, no. I only watched episode one. Episode one was interesting, though. I'm gonna catch up, though. I'm gonna catch up today and like tomorrow. But right. there's a lot of stuff I get on my Google page about like Last Dance and Michael Jordan and stuff, and it's like, oh, this is kind of interesting. It makes me think a little bit different about stuff. I already was a big, you know, I like I really like Michael Jordan. I think he's the goat. Him and James, I, you know, I think he's amazing, but it makes me think of Jordan in a different way, I guess. You'll love this documentary then, man. You really will. I'm catching <laughs> up on it later today, too. Yeah. All right, Lucas, uh, we're going to let you go ahead and go, but I uh, appreciate you for the stat. The stat was Michael Jordan has never lost a series whenever he is favored. That's a good stat, bro. Our statistician. Lucas Thank you, Lucas. Thank Bye, you, Jordan. Bye. Absolutely never lost a playoff series when he's favored. You know how many? That's all right. That's 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 a stat right there, bro. It's a good stat. It's a very good, good stat. stat. I finally got it to work. Did you? Yes, sir. All right. It is my favorite segment only because I like reading the news. That was really weird of me to say, but it's true. yesterday that sports are set to return. Texas announced that sports can resume by May 31st and California can resume as early as June and get started in July. If Again, uh, what are you most excited for if things do set to return? I'm sorry, what was that, man? I'm sorry, my mom texted me. What? Oh, no, you're good. Uh, what are you most excited for if things do set to return? Um... For what sport? Because I feel like the answer is different for each sport. It's the NBA. I am excited to see. Okay, one, there's a couple things. Like, this NBA season was put on a shelf. And it's like, there's so much that's been unresolved. One thing I want to see is when they come back, I want to see if, you know, they do do the no fans. And I want to be able to hear the players talk on the court. That's one thing I want to know for sure. I want to see for sure. Um, another thing is I finally want to see who the best team this year in LA is. And that's one of the biggest reasons I want this NBA season to resume. 
because we never we have never had such a battle between both the Clippers and the Lakers ever, ever, and it just abruptly got stopped, you know. And I'm gonna go ahead and throw it back really quick to when we had Rashad White on the show. Me Ooh. and him had a really, really, really uh, in-depth argument as to why we think as to why we think our teams are better. He's a Clipper fan. I, uh, I'm the Lakers fan. Mm. We really, I at least really want to see who was right from that argument. Insane. <laughs> um, we can bring him back on. The NFL, I think the answer is obvious. I want to see all of these new faces on their new teams. Drew Brees and in, or not Drew Brees, um, Philip Rivers in Indianapolis, Tom Brady and Rob, Gron- Rob Gronkowski in Tampa Bay. Uh, who else made a move this year? Teddy Bridgewater. I'm really excited to see what he does uh, for Carolina. Um, Jameis Winston is in New Orleans to be Drew Brees' backup. And I am going mm-hmm. to make a prediction that Drew Brees will have an injury at some point and Winston is going to fill in. Um, so, I don't okay. know. Okay. Okay. Hey, look, I'm just going to say I, I don't know what the injury is going to be, but you got to remember – Drew Brees' hand, his thumb blew up on someone's helmet last year. And that's why Teddy Bridgewater got a contract with the Carolina Panthers this year because he went undefeated with that team. And Why I'm speaking on that. I'm knocking on wood to hope that does not happen to Drew Brees because potentially this could be his last season, and I do not want him to go out with a Tommy John or horrible injury that could end his season <laughs> see i didn't i didn't say tommy john or something like that i just brought up last last year's injury bro why are you throwing that stuff out oh anyway um if it's the mlb i'm honestly just excited i the one thing i will say is that every mlb season every baseball season the one thing i'm always the most excited for is going to the games so there's kind of not going to be that this year with that. Um, so I guess that would like be the least reserved. I just, I really miss basketball and football. Baseball I miss too, because, you know, it used, it, it's that thing that's in between them for me, that, that kind of like stopgap. But like, I just miss sports, man. Dude, man. Uh, our next news that we got here is England Soccer League announced yesterday that they've gotten the green light to resume, resume small group training. But there's no timetable on whether they will resume games due to disagreements. So I guess you can say that England's kind of having the same type of situation that we are. Players don't want to go out because it's not safe. But the owners are saying that it's they got precautions that are taking place, so on and so forth. It's one of those back and forth type of duels. Um, they do hope to get that resolved so that the Premier League and the other soccer leagues in England can resume. So that's the news on England soccer leagues. Um, next news that we got here is <clears throat> New York Giants' Quentin Dunbar attorney went on KJR 950 yesterday and said that his client was not involved in a robbery that happened last week. Um, his robbery, his, uh, yeah, his attorney went on to say that he expects Dunbar's case to be dropped due to the lack of truthfulness. Um, I'm sure you're familiar with what happened last week between the two football players that basically went and robbed a poker game. That is what has been said. Mm, um, do, you so have any, 
Do you have any thoughts on what happened? The story has the story has changed quite a bit since then. Yeah, I'm confused. You're confused. <laughs> okay. There's two. Um, I, I, there's two stories. There's four. There's, there's four? four. Oh, I only there's know There's four two. different NFL players who got arrested for something to do with uh, uh, what's it called? A gun, a firearm. Um, so it all started last week when Miramar P- PD issued arrest warrants for um, Giants cornerback uh, DeAndre Baker and Seahawks cornerback uh, Quentin Dunbar. It was for armed robbery. Um, they were both at a party when, according to witnesses uh, at first, and this is from the first original uh, arrest warrant and police report, the witnesses said that both Dunbar, um, Baker, and another man uh, robbed everyone at gunpoint. It's been, it's since then been walked back and that with other witnesses from the party are saying that both Baker and Dunbar were robbed at the party as well. And that this whole thing has turned into a shakeup. Um, one thing, um, let me see if I can pull it up. I can't, I, I do, is, I do know. Okay. The one thing that I saw, the last thing I saw was Basically, they lost a poker game, and they believe that they went back to collect what they lost. You're you're mixing up stories. Yeah, that's you're, why I'm. Just you're talking. You're talking. Yeah, you're talking about a completely different person. <laughs> Dude, I'm just like, oh no, bro. This is one of them stories where I'm just like. It, that story is com- That story is completely. Like separate. Yeah, that's what I figured, bro. You're t- <laughs> you're talking about Corey Latimer. Oh, that's that story. Yeah, you're talking about Corey Latimer. Okay, let me ask you this: with all these stories of NFL players, lot that are basically either a got drafted, b have a second year in the lead, with the court, with everyone not being able to go into the office, because right now OTAs were to start. Um, do you think not having OTAs has affected? Some players to go back into. No, you don't think that? No. Dude, okay, like four players got arrested. How many players are in the league? A lot, but I'm just. I I mean. How many players? You got to remember, right now, each team has about 90 on the roster. So right now, that's 28,000 players. Right. 28,080 players. When you take in four of those players, that's not even 0.17% of the league. True. It's less than one percentage. True. So, as I was saying, um, Baker and DeAndre were basically – what what's coming out is that it looks like they were set up and that they got robbed, but initial reports were that they were the ones being robbed. Their, work, their attorneys are really working diligently to try to sort everything out. Latimer was booked on uh, assault, uh, menacing, illegal discharge of a firearm, and a reckless endangerment. So the story behind that is that – Latimer was at a poker game and that there was an argument that took place and that the uh, Latimer's friend who owned the apartment that the poker game took place kicked everyone out. So what ended up happening is Latimer 30 minutes later showed back up with a gun and supposedly threatened to kill both the host of the poker game and his girlfriend who were there at the time. Yes. It was an altercation. There was an altercation. There was a fight that happened, but and Latimer ended up discharging and shooting the gun, not at his his friend and his girlfriend, but in near in the near vicinity, almost like a warning shot. 
Now, yesterday, it just came out that la this whole argument that took place at the apartment was that Latimer was, um, oh, damn, I didn't write it down. Latimer was um, initially upset because the argument was about, I, I, I don't want to say it wrong, but it was about some sort of physical abuse with his child. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. I, I think it was sexual from what I remember. It was but, something that had to do with, okay, you're right. So I think that that story is completely crazy as well. And then the fourth story was Ed Oliver, a defensive lineman oh, yeah. with the Buffalo Bills. Yes. He was found driving under the influence. The cops, well, the cop, they said he had an open beer can in between his legs. Um, uh -huh. But when they pulled him over, uh, and that uh, he also had a firearm in the gun or firearm in the car. Um, but besides that, that's all he was really arrested for. There is a video of the arrest taking place and they have him doing the uh, roadside sobriety test and everything. Mm -hmm. um, but going back to what you said about the, uh, the teams and how they're not able to go handle or go into the facilities. Um, so for Oliver, the Bills defense alignment, his team is letting him still partake in all the Zoom meetings, whereas, oh, okay. whereas Baker, the, the cornerback for the Giants, mm -hmm. he was told to stay away from online Zoom team activities until he gets his, his uh, legal troubles issued out. So, I think, so each team is kind of taking um, their own approach and precautions. But this week was crazy when it came to firearms and NFL players. Um, yeah. A lot of and, and it's crazy because like I've been following this story for the last five days straight and every day when I wake up something new comes out it completely changes and flips the script so there's I mean always something new with that. I, there's probably going to be something tomorrow with it too so oh, that's oh. that's really been the biggest news of, of, of this week NFL wise so far um, oh, NFL? Oh, okay well yeah I that's got, all those are all NFL players I got uh, a notification right now kind of breaking news 10 minutes ago Bleacher Report <clears throat> Alex Bugman parts ways with Clutch Sports just days after the Astros signing uh, Astros sign stealing documentary was planned so Bugman is out on Clutch Sports okay I mean that's, that's, uh, that's uh, baseball that news for it happens man but uh, yeah so that's all the news that I got for this week. Uh, I do not have a today in history planned. Uh, completely forgot about that. Whoopsie doopsie. But uh, lasting thoughts that you might have on your mind before we depart. I have a lot. Go our separate ways. Um, as you know, NBA teams have opened up the practice facilities. Um, I have the full list of teams that have opened up their practice facilities for voluntary workouts. That is the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Portland Trailblazers, the Denver Nuggets, the Memphis Grizzlies, the Miami Heat, the Orlando Magic, the Milwaukee Bucks, the Toronto Raptors, the Atlanta Hawks, the Indianapolis, the Indiana Pacers, the Utah Jazz, the Sacramento Kings, both the Los Angeles Lakers and the Los Angeles Clippers, uh, the Houston Rockets and the New Orleans Pelicans have all since yesterday opened up their practice facilities. Now, so go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say New Orleans head coach Alvin Gentry uh, did say on NYT Sports yesterday that 
even though the CDC is warning about increased vulnerability uh, to COVID um, for those 65 and older, um, Gentry came out and said that that's not going to stop him from doing his job once the season resumes. And Gentry is one of three coaches that are currently over that age range, with Gentry being 65, Greg Popovich of San Antonio being 71, and uh, Houston's Mike D'Antoni being 69 years old. Dang. Whew. Well. Another yeah, thing, another thing, another thing. Um, I don't know if we covered if we covered this fully, but uh, Commissioner NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell sent out a memo to the 32 teams a couple days ago, detailing that today, actually May 19th, is the very first day the NFL will reopen its uh, practice facilities, mm. as what it's called with the first day of reopening. Um, yes. Just or yeah, first phase of reopening. I mean. Um, there are a lot of restrictions with this with this first phase though so teams are restricted to have a mass capacity of 75 employees at their facilities and Including also the players no so that's the big thing players or coaching so neither the players nor the coaching staff are allowed at the facility unless it is specifically a strength coach helping a player rehab from injury uh, okay so yeah players still can't go into the facilities and neither can teams for the nfl Interesting. Um, but I mean, you see uh, Tom Brady gather up his teammates and started practicing with him. Yeah, at a high school in Tampa. Yeah, I saw that. Oh, I mean, they're finding ways. I mean, hell, see, Big Ben just shot a music video, it seemed like, <laughs> on a practice field with Juju James and uh, <clears throat> Ryan Switzer. Ryan Switzer. I, yeah, saw, I, saw, I saw that video earlier. Um, I don't have any more news. I just have two small, fun tidbits of information. Fun. What's up? So, a couple days ago, uh, let me start with the trivia. Let me ask you this. What's up? Who currently holds the WWE 24-7 championship and currently is the longest reigning 24-7 champion in WWE history? I'm going to have to be completely honest with you about that. I don't know a thing about WWE. Don't you know a thing about uh, the NFL? Oh, I know a lot about the NFL. Oh, Rob Gronkowski. Would it be Rob Gronkowski? Yeah, Gronk is the longest reigning 24-7 champion in the WWE. Uh, I wonder how that's going to work because right now he's he's under contract for both organizations. I don't know how that's going to work. Like hey, is the first hey, is the first hey. person who tackles him in the NFL going to get the championship? Hey, but you know, think about what? it. Like Check it. They're gonna do the exact same thing they did with Dennis Rodman when he got to show up during the NBA Finals. Get yo, how did we miss that? And get body did slammed by Kyle Malone. Kyle, Kyle Malone. Kyle <laughs> uh, Malone. You mean to tell me Dennis Rodman took a butt, dude? Dennis Rodman's a goat, bro. I I respect him. I like that guy. There's a reason why I have a Dennis Rodman jersey. There's a reason. Just because his personality is honestly like he he he's himself. Does not really care, seems like. But he does care. But anytime you can dip from a game three of the NBA finals to go participate in the is it NOA with Hulk Hogan and a few other wrestlers that's during the finals. Oh, you know Carl Malone was there too? 
Yeah, he yeah, problem one was there as well. And he body yeah, slammed I both Hulk Hogan. I found out there's a backstory to that, and it was not said in the documentary. Basically, I tuned in a, another ESPN show to find out the backstory. Basically, those two show? guys. So basically, those two guys, Carl Malone, Dennis Rodman, were already in talks with that. Um, what was it again? Uh, NW, uh, NWO? Yes, NWO. NWO? Yeah, so they wanted to bring them two together while the NBA Finals was going on and pay them respectively. I forgot what the pay was, but the pay was so beautiful that they both said yes, but they really never discussed it on the court, yet alone they part, they discussed it afterwards. This is how they were able to put these two together. That's why me and you are sitting here today. Like, how were they even able to? They had talks while the finals was going on about bringing them together. Dude, the WWE is a giant TV show, basically. Dude, you know? like, so that's insane. They just, I can see how they, I can see how they did it, and they're just like, oh, by the way, Carl Malone is gonna, you know, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be wrestling Carl against Malone. him. They gotta remember those guys put a lot of time into the practice sessions to make sure the fights look good. So you, you gotta, you gotta definitely believe that both Malone and Rodman were there like at least a day or two before just practicing the moves to make sure they look good. So my last bit of information, uh, it is on my Twitter. I'll go ahead and retweet it later. It's Alex underscore JR underscore Topete. And I'll also send it to the Puente and Topete show, the PNT official PNT show on Twitter. Um, Bleacher report a couple days ago, put out a video and this video was from, I don't know if it was from a documentary, but it was from the 2000 and I believe seven Patriots when he had Randy Moss on the team. And it is a video of Randy Moss and Bill Belichick sitting in Bill Belichick's office. And Randy Moss is inviting Bill Belichick to a Halloween party. Huh. Oh, and then, wait, 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 and wait, wait, then wait, Bill wait. Belichick, they cut to Bill Belichick showing up at the Halloween party dressed yes. up as a pirate. And yes. It, yes. that was literally yes. the best thing I've seen all week because yes. I never thought I would see Bill Belichick dressed up as a pirate rollerblading. Yes. It was yes. the best. I will put it up on the screen at some point when this video is actually up. But yes. Yeah, that was really funny. I, I that that made me laugh like a really, really, really good laugh. Good, a big old belly roll laugh. I remember when I saw that too. That I totally forgot about. I'm glad you brought that up, cause uh, yeah, again, I can't I can't remember who said it either. But but I found when they said that Bill Belichick. Oh no, it was uh, Randy Moss trying to persuade Bill Belichick to have a Halloween party, and they wanted to invite him, and Bill didn't want to go. And Bill eventually showed up as a pirate. It was Randy Moss's idea to throw the Halloween party. Right, it was right? Randy Moss's yeah, yeah, okay. Halloween party. Okay, that is our same story. Okay, so basically, here's a backstory in case some people don't, aren't familiar with it. So, Randy Moss ran into Bill Belichick's office one day and asked him if they could have a Halloween party because they've been basically killing it this whole season. Why not have a party, right? Bill Belichick was like, basically... He wasn't up for it. He said, you guys can go ahead and do it. I'm not going to attend, blah, blah, blah. And then Randy Moss kept telling him, like, you need to show up. You need to show up. Uh, costume. Fast forward. They didn't think Bill was going to show up. Bill shows up with the pirate costume. Just picture Belichick in a costume other than a sweatshirt. 
basically what it is. So I do right. recommend you go check that out. Right. Um, there's one more piece of news. It's kind of like gossip news. Um, so Shaquille O'Neal, the big diesel, AKA Shaq, um, he went on a special edition of the nineties, a special nineties edition of NBA reunion. Um, and it was a giant zoom call and he on the call apologized to David Robinson for fabricating and making up the story that the Admiral denied signing an autograph for Shaq back when Shaq was in high school. Interesting. So Shaq, so, so Shaq first made that rumor, made that up back in the 90s, you know, and he's just barely now saying, oh, I made that up. I'm sorry, David. It's been 25 years, Shaq. <laughs> it's been 25 years. I think that's a little too late. <laughs> A little man, just little kitty cat. I'm just kidding. No, they 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 really they they seem to play it off really well. So, I mean, uh, that's all I that, have. That's that's all I have for for my sports. Uh, I don't really have much other than um, thank you for Sean for joining joining us on the. Yes, TV, thank you, Sean McLeod. Uh, follow him. Uh, well, I forgot what his Twitter was. I didn't write it down, but we will reclip back that. We clip it back. Um, we'll also put it up right here. Um, follow him. He's going to be playing at Long Beach next year. And uh, I got the, really I got excited. What? I got the, I got the what account is, name. What is it? it? You can follow, you can follow Sean McLeod at S underscore McLeod, which it is M-C-L-E-O-D underscore 27. Sean McLeod. Future baseball player for Long Beach State. Thank you, Sean, for joining the podcast today. We really appreciate it. Um, you're welcome back anytime. Um, and honestly, we had a really great conversation, honestly. So um, go ahead. Once again, go follow Sean, uh, Sean McLeod uh, on Instagram. He says he's on Instagram more than Twitter. Um, you can follow us at official PNT show uh, on Twitter. And I believe it's official PNT underscore show at, on Instagram. Yeah, it is official underscore PT show for Twitter and for Instagram, it's official PT show. Okay, so the underscore is for the Twitter, official underscore Correct. PT show. Um, you can follow Jordan at Rexy underscore Rex95. You can follow me at Alex underscore Junior underscore Topete. If you spell out Junior, it's wrong. It's Alex underscore JR underscore Topete. Um, if you like the video, if you like what we're doing here, please be sure to subscribe. It helps the channel a lot. Be sure to like the video, leave a comment. We'd love all the feedback. Um, we just, we oh. love the feedback. Be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts um, as well. All of our episodes will be up there as well. We're both YouTube and, and podcasting, so. Oh, so next week, um, can we announce our guest for next week or should we just wait? You have one book? Yeah, we already do. Okay. Next week, we have another guest from the East Coast. Um, I need to figure out how to say his last name as well. But just to give him a, a background of the kid, he is ranked 14th among long snappers in the nation. He has accepted a scholarship to attend Army as a starter. That is who our guest is for next week. Okay. And can't wait to have his name is Sam. Guest. Sam. His first name is Sam. Uh, but yeah, everything will get shorted out by the time that 
popped up. Okay, well, Sam, we're really excited to have you on next week. If you want to go ahead, one thing I will say is long snappers have one of the most specific jobs in the in, in all of sports. Facts. And I once trained to be a long snapper. I was really, really bad at it. Really bad. I like every time I would snap, I'll bring it up. Every time I would snap, the ball would go straight up in the air and like come back and hit me on, on like the back of my head. I could not just throw it straight back, dude, no matter what. So I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to just kind of pick his mind and see what the, you know, what the process is to be a really good long snapper. Um, Same. He's from Cleveland, Ohio. Cleveland, Cleveland represent. Had a roommate from Cleveland. <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, man, um, I got nothing other than uh, just saying thanks to everyone that tuned in or to anyone that is listening or to basically anyone that has showed us love while we are doing this. We got a lot of great things coming up. Um, so be sure to follow and stay tuned. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just say all one more time. Um, like, subscribe, leave a comment. We love that. We love that. You can visit our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Puente Antopete show, I believe. You can also go to Twitter, official P underscore PNT show. Instagram is official PNT show. We have a Facebook page that is facebook.com slash Puente Antopete show. And I think I don't know if I'm forgetting anything, Jordan. I think. Nope. Other than be it. sure to tune in next week. We got a great guest coming in from Cleveland, Ohio. Until then, ladies and gents, you have a fantastic, fantastic day. We'll see you all next week. Peace.